Welcome to today's episode of the Aim For You Ladies podcast, where we focus on self-acceptance, our mindset, and living our best life. I'm your host, Sophia Tuckett. If you haven't yet done so, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Today, I'm going to explore, should you stay or leave after finding out your partner has an affair? Stick around to the end. There's some great insights, and I'm going to share my personal story. We only have two options, really. Do we save ourselves? Or do we fight for the relationship? Although our partner may not be on the same page, my own personal experience, I saved myself. I walked away. I listened to my intuition. I spent three years self-parenting my mixed emotions and, and everything that came along with it. But how do we really know as women what to do? especially repeated affairs. If you decide to stay after your first betrayal, remind yourself why. How was the first affair handled? Was it brushed under a carpet? Was your partner remorseful? I have personally heard a man say, I cheat because my partner lets me. Honestly, at first I was disgusted. I was even annoyed hearing those words coming out of the individual's mouth. But then I realized what he was trying to say. All he was expressing was his partner doesn't hold him accountable for the action. His partner accepts the affairs. His partner is not setting boundaries on her expectations of what she wants within the relationship. In doing this, the relationship continues on with multiple affairs over year after year. If you stay because of the kids, it's definitely the wrong reason. And I'm going to tell you why. I read a study that shows depending on the age of your child, most children won't even know or even be affected by their parents' affair, but they will pick up on the hurt, anger, and pain that shows up within their parent after finding out about the affair. That blows my mind. When infidelity leads to months and years of broken trust, children will likely be more strongly impacted by it. Now, I'm going to share my personal story. When I was a child, my dad came home with a little boy and he said, this is your little brother. And my brother and I, we weren't somewhere between six and 10, I think. I can't even remember how old we were. We knew about babies. Like we knew, you know, women had babies. We didn't know how. We just knew women had babies. And I remember saying to my mom, whose baby is this? When were you pregnant? My brother and I were both questioning my mother. She was mute. Okay, now anyone that knows my mom, she has an opinion about everything. She said nothing. She was very tense. She wasn't even in the same room. And in hindsight, looking back, I feel my mom was trying to save a relationship with my dad that he wasn't giving 110% in, one. And I feel that not only was he not giving her the time that and the energy that she was asking for, but he was stepping out of boundaries that she was trying to constantly place within the relationship, which brought her a lot of stress. Because if she would have just focused on saving herself and focusing on the us, the kids, she would have probably been more happier as a parent. Some of her pain and hurt that came through with her parenting style, because she just wasn't happy. She was putting so much energy into someone that wasn't giving it back. So she was constantly fighting against the moments and not accepting them as they were. She wasn't taking my father as he was at face value and he wasn't changing. He, he was on his own journey. 
And as women, we are constantly molding and changing and trying to do things for relationships. But sometimes you got to just save yourself. And I truly feel children are more resilient than we think. And this brings me into tip one. Stay away from the opinions of others, even your partner. Take a week or more to get clear on what you want and what you need. Don't think about your children or your partner or your finances. Get quiet with yourself and lean into your heart and your intuition. Whatever it is it's telling you, even if it feels unlogical, that's what you need to do. I had the opportunity to work with a woman that was married for over 22 years who found out her spouse had an affair. Obviously, it's devastating, but because they were able to work through that affair, they are stronger now than they were for the first 22 years of their marriage. And I know that's not the case for everyone, but I feel the only reason they are where they are today is because of the simple fact that he was 110% on board. That goes both ways. If your partner is not 110% on board, then that's when you need to question yourself and say, what am I doing here? Tip two, listen to your partner. Find out how the affair happened. And I'm not talking about the nitty gritty of what happened with the affair. I'm talking about how did your partner get to a point within your relationship where they felt stepping out of the relationship was their best option and not coming to you to speak to you about what was happening at that time with your relationship. Is your partner apologetic? This is something you need to listen to. Is your partner wanting to stay and work through this? Or is your partner blaming you in any way, shape or form about their poor choices? If your partner spends any time or energy blaming you, this is a huge red flag. Don't waste any more time of your life with your partner. Start thinking of an exit plan. If your partner can't own the mistake of the affair, then there's no reason for you to invest any more of your life with your partner. And I know this is a hard pill to swallow, but it's the truth. Tip three, don't lose yourself and trying to save the relationship. As women, I said this a little bit earlier, we are always giving, we are always adapting, and we are always trying to make it work within relationships. Our hearts are so big, and it's a beautiful thing. But if your partner is not willing to give you the respect, the loyalty, or the trust, don't lose yourself in trying to save the relationship. Save yourself. Tip four, save yourself and your children. And if you don't have children, do it for your future self, your dreams, your self-respect. Do it for you. And while you are doing it for you, set boundaries that support you for your next relationship. And that way, moving forward, you are building a foundation for yourself that supports you and what you need. I'm going to take a moment to just recap these four tips. Tip one, step away from listening to others. Get clear on what you need. Tip two, listen to your partner. What is being said behind the words and how does it make you feel? Tip three, don't lose yourself in trying to save the relationship. Tip four, save yourself. Have boundaries. Get clear on your needs and wants, whether you stay or go. Thank you for tuning into today's episode, ladies. Take a moment and leave a review on wherever it is that you listen to podcasts and share this episode if you feel it's going to support someone that may be going through the back and forth of should I stay or should I go after 
facing an affair, you could always follow me on Instagram, hashtag aim for you ladies, or LinkedIn at aim number four you consulting. Until next week, be well and continue to aim for you ladies. Take care.